Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in ROTR in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. Your favorite holiday coming up very soon. Is it tomorrow? It is Wait, is tomorrow St. Patty's Day? Tomorrow, baby. Tomorrow St. Patty's Day. Isn't that your favorite holiday of the year? Pretty sure you told tomorrow me Tomorrow is that. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> it is Christmas. <laughs> tomorrow is my Christmas, yes. Yeah. You but, didn't, did, am I right? You didn't get to celebrate it last year or something like that? What happened? Uh, well, we did. I mean, we we walked, we walked to an Irish pub by our house. Okay. The one that you've been to, and we were there maybe thirty minutes, and our son threw a fit. So. Gotcha. We did St. Patrick's Day at home. Well, I did. Have they have they done the parade the last couple of years, or has COVID shut that down too? They did it last year. We were going to do it last year. Okay. I was thinking about taking my son out of school tomorrow and taking him, but I think I might just be. There are things that could keep me from celebrating this year like I want to, but we'll see. <laughs> but either way, yeah, it's my favorite holiday. I just grew okay. up with St. Patty's Day. It was a big deal. So, Okay. What? Well, why? Did you not, I'm assuming? I mean, it, not, re- not really. Uh, I mean, was it just because your, your parents like to celebrate it? Or what, what was the reason it was such a Well, I mean, I deal? come from an Irish family, Irish Catholic family. So it was always, it was always a big deal. I mean, there are pictures of me at 
three years old eating corned beef and cabbage and, you know, wearing green hats. And yeah, it's just always, I mean, I'm just trying to keep the tradition alive for my kids and, you know, I gotcha. we don't know if we're Irish necessarily. My grandfather <laughs> was adopted. We don't really know oh, where okay. he came from. He was adopted by <clears throat> Irish immigrants. They were Irish. Okay. But they aren't his, they're not blood. So, um, but nonetheless, that's the family. So fuck it. Hang on wait a second. Your grandpa was adopted? Yep. Why do I feel like that's weird? Why would that be weird? I don't know. What was adoption like that common well, okay. then or no? I didn't say he was legally adopted. He was just <laughs> taken in by some people. Okay. I don't know if there are papers <laughs> okay. stating that. Okay. Yeah. that Dude, you gotta sense. think of when this was too. I didn't I didn't meet my grandpa. He was dead before I was born. I got you. So, okay. Okay. Mm. He was taken in by an Irish family. How about that? Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it though. Keep it keep the tradition alive. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Um and dude, I mean, we we live in a, you know, St. Louis is a is a big St. Patty's Day town and so it was always just it was always just a part of a part of what we did. So I'm trying to think like Chicago, St. Louis. I'm trying to think of like the big St. Patty's Day towns where it really is celebrated. Like it's a big deal. Chicago for sure. St. Louis, but more so than St. Louis, I think Philly maybe. I mean, anywhere you're going to find a, a large population of Irish, you know. Yeah. So obviously uh, the East Coast is where, you know, a lot of the Irish landed back in the day. Right. So have you, it, I would recommend going up to Chicago for it. It's really cool going to the parade there and just being there for it. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, they paint the, the water, the, you know, they dye the water green and like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I still don't. Kansas th- City's got a cool St. Patty's Day celebration. I've been to Kansas City for it too. I still don't think dying the lake is like a good thing. It's probably not. No. <laughs> a few people have probably died because of that, but nonetheless. Um, yeah. But you know. But yeah, no, I'm excited. It's 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 a. I I look forward to when my kids are old enough to understand that it's party, and I get to take them to the parades and do the whole thing. And hopefully by then we'll 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 be able to make it sort of like a uh, you know kind of create our own celebration. Yeah, for sure. If you will, you know. Yeah. But so uh, something that I've wanted to ask you about because I, I was I was a little bit surprised by something. Um, have you seen the Chris Rock special that came out? I don't know, last week on Netflix? I have not. Okay. Well, let me let me say this. I know there's been a lot of anticipation for this because people really wanted to see how he would address the Will Smith slap. And, you know, I, I've heard a lot of, you know, you, you know as well as I do, you listen to comedians' podcasts, and I've heard a lot of them talk about He's doing the right thing by waiting this long. Like he's going to have, he's going to come out guns blazing. He's going to have all this material he's been sitting on. Right. And I've heard a few guys speak about it. That being the special saying, oh man, he went hard on Will. Like he was ruthless. And I was like, I don't think he went hard at all. Oh, really? I thought he was, I thought he was kind of, I, but here's the thing. Are you a Chris Rock fan? So, so. No, let me ask you. Are you a Chris Rock? I'm in Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 fan, or are you a Chris Rock stand-up <laughs> fan? Uh, like a Bring the Pain fan. Yeah. Again, so, no. again, so-so. Not really. 
Okay. No. Okay. He, he's but not, you've he, seen he, you've he, seen his stand up though enough to know. Yes, yeah. 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 I I respect it. For, I, yeah. I respect it for sure. But it, he's not for me. He's not in the upper echelon of comedians for my taste. For your taste. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'll say this. He's this special felt like it was. He was trying to be introspective and sort of a social commentator. And it felt a lot less like the old Chris Rock that I remember. Now, he's always been a social commentator. Mm-hmm. He has no choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But this just felt, it just felt really dialed in on that. And it just, but that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it was as extreme as Dave Chappelle, the Dave, the George Floyd special he did. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Yeah. But it was uh, it was it was close to it in a way, in a way. I just felt like he wasn't. Uh, here's the thing. And again, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Remember when we were talking about Andrew Santino and I said this about Bill Burr, like they don't always make me laugh, but they make me listen. Yeah. I felt like that's what the special was. Okay. Like, I think he just wanted everybody's attention and he just wanted to get shit off of his chest. Whether you laughed or not. OK, but he had some shit to say. But with that said. And with that in mind, I'm really surprised he didn't just go fuck Will Smith and his stanky wife, stanky bitch wife. You know, like, I can't believe he, I, but, you know, obviously I'm immature and I would have been emotional and have been like, yeah, fuck that dude. I ever see him again, I'm going to set him on fire, that whole thing. Yeah. And fuck his bald wife too, you know? But like, for comedians to be like, yeah, he was ruthless. I was like, oh God. I, I, I when, it, when it happened, I heard a lot of comedians say, oh, yeah, it only could have happened to Chris Rock because Chris Rock is a nice dude. He's smaller. He's not the type of guy to fight back. But the one thing that he did say in the special was like he addressed like, Chris, why didn't you hit him back? Why didn't you do anything? And he, I'm, I'm forgetting exactly what he said. I'm going to paraphrase. But he, I think he said, because I had parents and I was raised right. That type of thing. So. That's really when my brain goes, all right, yeah, he's he's taking the high road here and he's trying to get us to listen. And he's not trying to be the victim. He's trying to sort of educate us on this is how you should handle this situation, that type of thing. But I really wanted him to just go hard. You yeah. Know? You wanna know my thoughts on that though? I don't know that no, I don't I don't know that that's true. I bl- I think that Which he, part? Which I, part's not true? About like he he's saying that he didn't fight back because he thinks because he had good parents and he was raised right. He may believe that, but I don't think there was enough time in the moment for him to react. I think yeah, that's I, I think mean, that's why he didn't fight back. Well, On, it's also a weird place to react and a yeah, weird place. Exactly. Dude, it's, yeah. Let me let me let me just say this too. I guarantee one of the first things that crossed his mind after that was like, if I do anything. They're going to throw me the fuck out of here because I'm a black dude causing trouble at a white person's event. Right. You know, you know, like it was Will's night. Everybody thought he was going to win the Oscar. Like it was Will's night. I think, you know, Chris Rock was like, I don't know if they give a fuck about me. Yeah. Let me go ahead and just sit back and not do it. You know, I think that likely crossed his mind. Maybe not here. I found a video. Let me see. I want to know exactly what he said because I think it's important. All right. 
I'm going to share this. Okay. This is good. And he, I forgot about the one part, too. I think this part's likely going to make you laugh. Here we go. No. I love Will Smith. My whole life, I root for this motherfucker. Okay? And now, as I watch Emancipation just to see him get whooped. Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was right. That did cross his mind. I knew I was thinking that for a reason. Anyway. Again, that seems like it's a... Con- it's easy it's, to say that after the fact. It's easy to say that after the fact. Dude, I think he was... I honestly think he was behaving, dude. Like, I don't feel like he thought that was the proper forum to address anything or react to anything. I don't think he ever my, would. Here, here's, and I don't, here's think my, here's I don't even my... think it's because it's Will Smith. I think if Brad Pitt walked up to him and smacked him, he would have done the same thing. Well, here's you my know? point. No matter who that is, that per- if you're Chris Rock, you're seeing a guy come at you. You can't possibly think that they're going to slap you. And then they do, and he immediately turns around and walks away. There's no like slap and then pause while he's standing there in front of him. It's like slap, and then he turns around and walks away. So at this point, the only option that Rock would have would be to actually follow him to try to... Oh, he should have. Oh, man, that would have been crazy, right? Oh, he should have. God. Yeah. Well, but... let me say this. We know we talked about this on a previous show right after it happened. How many comedians kind of obviously all of them I that I think sided with Chris Rock. Now, some went hard. Some didn't. And I still feel some of them just kind of they're they kind of pussyfoot around the situation. But I've waited for someone to talk about it on stage and us actually see it. So I got I found this clip. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I was waiting for a black dude to go hard on stage. Yeah. And I'll, why does that matter? Because it does. Don't make me say it. So like, I found this clip of Marlon Wayans talking about it, and this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted Chris Rock to do. So let me share this. Here we go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what happened to Will. It looked like he was enjoying the joke. Right? He, went and he cracked the joke. Will was laughing. That phony ass laugh. And Jada rolled her eyes and her head like, you nigga. And he went, yeah, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> I think she put a spell on that nigga. She had a men in black voodoo doll underneath her chair. Cause that motherfucker out of nowhere, he just changed his whole shit up. So we saw her roll her eyes up in her head, but that ain't what she did. She put a spell on him. She went. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And the ghost of Tupac Shakur possessed <laughs> his body. <laughs> Even the way the nigga walked back to the seat, that wasn't Will's walk. That nigga, that was Tupac walk, nigga. I work with Tupac. That is Birdie from above the rim. That got out the range. That is Bishop from Juice, nigga. I know that duck leg walk. <laughs> That's funny too because it like the th- there's a connection there too, right? With Tupac and Jada. What was the yeah. connection there? I think he was fucking her. I know they were friends, but I'm sure. Okay. 
yeah, I mean, they they were friends. They might have gone to school together. I know there's like a video of them uh, when they're both super young doing some hip hop cover, maybe gotcha. like a Run DMC song or something like that. Rapper's Delight. I don't know. Gotcha. But is see all ignorant and shit. Like Tupac on one of his diss records. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mind. That shit sound like first off Eastside, fuck the click the claim. <laughs> I almost that I almost feel like that is what j- I wanted Chris Rock to do. Yeah. That last little bit there, I almost feel like he just added. Like in the moment. The reason why is because that, be, huh? uh, maybe because he cracked up hard at, at himself on that one. Yeah, that's possible. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Been doing it long enough. I mean, Jesus yeah, for sure. So, good for him. And, and I honestly like after after I watched the Chris Rock special and I heard I you know obviously I heard like Rogan talk about it. He talked to Burt Kreischer about it when uh, Burt Kreischer was on his show. You know, you've heard all these people talk about it and like. That's the reaction that I want all of them to have. I want them all to just be like, fuck Will Smith. Like, what are, we, what are we even talking about here? Why will we side with Will Smith on this? And, you know, Joe Rogan made a great point. Uh, you know, if Will Smith hadn't said anything afterwards, like had just gone up and smacked him and sat down and didn't yell the whole keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth and all that, mm-hmm. it would have it would have died. It would have died right there. And then Chris Rock would have been able to tell a story for a year. People asking him, like, was that on purpose? Because you know no one would have asked Will because he won the award. The whole night was about him anyway. They wouldn't have bothered. It would have been all about people asking Chris Rock, like, why did he do that to you? What happened? Was that staged? But because but, Will Smith but I mean, yelled at him and, like, made a big deal about it and basically behaved like a little baby. But, I mean, it was still right after he was telling that joke. So everybody would have known why he was doing it. Well, kind of, man. But in the moment, the joke was so bad. Like, it wasn't a good joke. It's still not yeah, a good joke. Right. And any way that we retell it and relive it, it's still not a good joke. It's a throwaway piece of shit joke that honestly, like, I can't even believe he told it. So, what a terrible reference. So, like, G.I. Jane? When did that movie come out? Like, 1994? <laughs> like, what do- So, let me ask you this. It was, I'm assuming it was an hour long special. Chris Rocks, yeah. Yeah, if you had to estimate how much of that special was about Will Smith. Oh, not a lot. Not very much? No, not, no, no, no. It was probably five minutes at the most. Wow, okay. Like the little snippet we just watched, those were the highlights of him talking about it. He didn't, you know, he didn't really talk about it that much. And I think, dude, if he had spent a bunch of time on it, I think that would have been kind of corny. I like the fact that he kind of got in and got out on it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like I said, all these comedians were like, he's had a whole year to like build up all this material on it. I'm like, well, why would he do that? He yeah. could have been telling that same shit this entire time. Right. You know, I'm a, but again, I'm not a, I, I'm not a, I don't know the craft. I watch it enough to know that. I watch it enough to know that he, again, the way that I perceived it, he was trying to be introspective and sort of get us to listen, you know? And yeah. He did. I mean, I watched the whole thing and I listened and it was good. And I laughed a few times, but uh, yeah, and the other thing, you know, I don't know if it was Rogan that was talking about it, but somebody else was talking about it. Just the level of, and like I said, Chris Rock made a good point. Like, don't get in a fight at the Oscars. Absolutely not. No matter who you are, especially if you're him. But 
you know, that's an event where Chris Rock doesn't really fit in. I know he's an actor. He doesn't belong. He doesn't want to be around those people. He doesn't want to be around that vibe and, and that just that way of life. Do you really think that's the way Chris Rock lives, the Hollywood lifestyle and the sort of like I'm better than everyone else because I'm at the Oscars? He hosts it because he tells jokes for a living. Right. Right. Yeah. And it just made me think about, I remember the first thing I said to you after it happened and we did a podcast, I was like, the biggest loser there was, or the two biggest losers there were Samuel L. Jackson and Denzel, all congratulating Will Smith on standing up for his woman and like, fuck you. Ugh. I mean, and there were a few people that were like, yeah, you shouldn't talk about a man's wife, but ugh, I don't know. Yeah. You also can't assault someone in front of millions of people either. I, Appar- I, I, mean, I mean, apparently, apparently you can. Good point. <laughs> but that's the thing too, like, you know, Will Smith's back to making movies and stuff. Like, it's not like it killed his career. At least I don't. And, I, and people said that and I was like, there's no way it, it does anything to him. He'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, he has to sort of live that down if he, if uh, maybe within close quarters and, and people close to him, perhaps he has to live that down. And I'm sure there's going to be jackass reporters that ask him about it for years to come. And of course he's just not going to talk about it. And same with Chris rock. Yeah. Nothing was going to happen to him. Yeah. Not at all. I never, I never thought that. I mean, maybe somebody knew something that we didn't. I'm going to be honest uh, with you. They, I'm seeing some promotion the other day on social media for whatever new movie Will Smith has coming out. And it, I might have seen that. I might have seen that as well. Didn't even cross my mind about the slap. I did I did not even think about it. That's my point. He's too famous, dude. I mean, yeah. he's 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 at that level of movie star. And there are only a few guys at that level of movie star that he's at. It's him, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, what about what about Denzel and Samuel L. Jackson? I mean, I mean, Denzel is for sure. Yeah, he's like Hollywood royalty at this point. Samuel L. Jackson probably is too. Yeah. Now, I'm, now, like, now, I'm in my head trying like congratulating him. Now I'm trying. Now I'm in my head trying to think about that same scenario with one of those guys. Like, what if it was Denzel or Samuel L. Jackson that went up and slapped Chris? Rock? It would have been the same result. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Chris Rock is a fighter. I don't think I think he Well, obviously not. No. No, but I'm saying even even if this wasn't at the Oscars, even if yeah. it was at the grocery store. Right. I don't think his immediate reaction would be to throw hands with somebody. Yeah. I think he would take a step back and think, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then if you keep pushing him, maybe he fights back. I mean, I do not all humans react that way. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, like it's hard for me to say, but I mean, if I know for, well, I'll tell you this, like as someone who's been on a stage before in front of people, you always in your head, you sort of live a moment. Like what if something goes South here? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've hit a few people with a microphone before <laughs> I was being provoked and they got a microphone to the side of the head. Yeah. Um, now believe me, I had to be pushed into that. Yeah. No one's ever run on stage, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've thought about it because I've seen it happen to. I've seen it happen to a band, a uh, band that I'm uh, 
was friends with. I don't really talk to them anymore, but you know, they were they were not playing a city that was uh, their market per se. And there was a lot of rednecks, a lot of fucking just drunken guys that should not have been at the show. A mixture of bros and rednecks. And I don't know why they were at the show. I don't know how they heard about the show. I know they didn't like the bands. Maybe they just wanted to go get into a bar fight, but one of them charged the stage. And I remember the singer reacting away, kind of like Chris Hawk. Like, oh, fuck, what do I do here? You know, mm-hmm. he's very lucky he didn't get knocked out or get hurt because he did not react quick enough to really protect himself. Right. And then I, from that day forward, I was like, what if that happens to me? What do I do? Shoot a double? What do I do? Do I do I throw a front kick out there? Like, how do I handle this? I do have a microphone. Sometimes there's a mic stand. Mic stand works great because it's long. It's lengthy. Keep them away from me. The but yeah, mo- it never happened to me. So maybe the most epic thing that could ever happen on stage for a singer would be if they get charged and you just front kick and keep the song going. It's happened. I would like to see. I've that. seen it happen. I don't know if it's necessarily a front kick, but it's some sort of a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've not. I mean, not. I, it hasn't happened at a show that I've been at, but I've seen YouTube videos of, you know, uh musicians reacting quickly on stage if you will how does that work in a venue it because i mean at that point it's their security not doing their job right for somebody well, yeah, to be I able mean, to obviously. make it to the stage and to i mean how, how does that work what what do you what is well, the dude, if what you're is playing the venue any of the venues you? that i've played in my <laughs> life you're lucky if you have security so well think about that date remember dave Chappelle got attacked yeah, it's true. That's at a giant place. Like, yeah. But how much security do they have roaming around the stage at the Oscars? Realistically, I don't know. like, to, I mean, to secure one celebrity from getting to another. Right. Now, obviously, they have, they want to keep civilians away from the celebrities, but how many civilians are even in there in the first place? I don't, I mean, right. It, yeah, there's hardly any, right? I mean, I'm sure there are some. I mean, it's a it's a black tie affair, so yeah. maybe not, maybe not at all. Maybe I'm thinking about this the wrong way. But either way, yeah. I <laughs> what's the other one? Oh, I remember when Jim Jeffries got attacked, and uh, he's, he even joked about it. You haven't seen that video? I don't remember him getting attacked. I remember him having to. Wasn't it him that had to cancel a show because of like a a threat or something? Yeah. In like Dallas or something like that. Yeah. Uh, original video, Jim Jeffries punched in the head. You haven't seen this, huh? Uh-uh. Well, let me see this. I'd like to see him put out another special too. It's been a while since he's put one out. Since you've, Yeah, he just, re- he just put out something new, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. Uh, like a TV show or something? or A uh, uh, special. Oh, really? I, haven't even, I need I to look so. it up then. Okay, here we go. Yeah, he. Let's just say this before I show you this. Jim Jeffries, not a fighter, and he he admitted it <laughs> later on several times. Like, ah, I'd be the easiest guy to attack. And he was, yeah, he didn't really handle himself well. Here we go. Where's that at? Where the are co- you? Oh, hi, hi. <laughs> He's just letting the guy. In. Dude, fight back! Fight back, Jim! Fight back! He tried to go for a takedown. He just burns out. 
but so like that are, are, is, that just, is that just is that is that just doesn't say that's not even security that's up there that got the guy that's just other people from the crowd right i think those might be fans yes wow yeah yeah i mean he did try for a takedown there at the end but well, I after think he was, got hit in the head four times yeah man yeah where's that at so about, the mean, comedy what uh I don't know. Does it say? Uh, this is a footage pro. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Okay. Find on the. Co- oh, oh, it's at the comedy, comedy store. store. No way, oh, uh, really? Yeah, but not the L.A. version. It's the. Uh, okay. It says Manchester. Oh, Forever. so so it wasn't even in the U.S. Yeah, so I mean, think about that. I mean, if you look at that, you go, "Hey, where was there security at this place or no?" Apparently not. Comedy store Manchester closed. What a shocker. <laughs> oh, that was in the UK. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was saying Manchester. Oh, fuck. Well, there's man. I mean, dude, there's a Manchester, Missouri, a Manchester, Tennessee. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't huh. think there would be a comedy store in Manchester, Tennessee. Missouri or Tennessee. Well, you never know. But, yeah. Who am I? Well, yeah. I know there's not one in Missouri because I live here and I would have been to it by now. <laughs> yeah, no security at that place either. Yeah, but at least he joked about it. Like, he comes back out on stage after that. Like, he didn't stop the show. They got that dude out of there and he went back on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to say he has a new special, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. So I've seen him live a couple of times. Uh the second time, he always brings this Canadian guy, or at least the times that I've seen him, this Canadian opener. Really funny, really good, really good comedian. But I want to say after the second, yeah, it, it was the second time. So me and my same buddy who saw him the first time together, we go out afterwards. And Jim and his opener are at the bar that we go to. It's right by the venue. So naturally, he's bar hopping by the venue. Shit, he was shit-faced. He walked over and introduced himself, and we both were like, "Oh, hey, yeah, good show, man. We were there, perfect." Oh, he goes, you know, you know who I am. We're like, "Yeah, great show." He proceeded to lick my face and what? kiss my buddy. Yeah, that quick. Hi, I'm Jim. We go, we introduce ourselves, and we go, "Yeah, great show." And he goes, "Oh, you know, oh, you were there." And we're like, "Yeah, we know who you are." Lick my face, kiss, and then he just walked away. And then his opener came up, and he goes, "He's had a few, huh?" I'm like, I guess so. Okay, I have questions. Um, first one: Did you go to the late show? There was only one show. Was he drinking during the show? Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a beer on stage. Yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering, like, how fast he was able to get that hammered. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he had a few in him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we might have stayed at the venue for a while and drank a little bit. I mean, it was later in the night for sure. He was had it, time to. Was this in St. Louis? Yeah. Hmm. He played the pageant. So you were at the bar. We saw him. So you were at the bar at the pageant? No, no. We saw him at Moonrise, the oh, okay. hotel yeah, yeah, rooftop yeah. bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit face, dude. And none of the, you know, cause that, that's like a college bar. And this is a long time ago. So, I mean, I wasn't old by any means, but that, you know, that's where 21 year olds go. Right. Yeah. I'm newly 21. And I don't think many of them knew who he was. I think they were kind of like, who's this old guy with the accent hanging out at our bar? So maybe that's why licking people's faces. Those guys look older (laughs) and a little bit more mature. 
Thank God he didn't lick a girl's face, huh? Ooh. Would have been bad. Yeah, licked my face. Wow. So anyways, you mentioned Burt Kreischer earlier. Uh, Razzle Dazzle is his new special. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. I did. Okay. Let me let me say this. I know I've I've complained about him as of late. As much as he annoys me, I still don't mind his stand up. I think he's pretty good, actually. Uh because he's good at telling the stories about his family and sort of working that whole thing into his act. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy it. I don't I don't, you know, he's not my favorite by any means. But yeah, no, it was it's pretty good. It's probably of the specials that he's put out on Netflix recently, it's probably it's close to being the best. I don't remember the last few as well. Like I remember the last one came out on St. Patrick's Day in two thousand twenty. That sounds about right. Say. Yeah. And that one's good. It's funny. Uh no, it, it's good. Yeah, I do complain about him a lot. And I, I still like <laughs> on podcasts now, like I he is just so just intolerable now to me. Well, I, just, I made so braggadocious and self-righteous and I made the big I made the big mistake. So I knew I wasn't gonna be able to have time to watch the the stand up before we recorded. So, yeah. Well, he's making the the rounds on the podcasts rounds. right now. Which one did you watch? Uh, not the right one. So did you do Fighter and the Kid? No, I listened to Fly on the Wall with David Spade and Dana Carvey, and he was on a there. Podcast that I didn't know exist or forgot well, about it. Well, my thought was, okay, well, this is like David Spade and Dana Carvey aren't really the crowd that Burt Kreischer normally would like podcast with. He doesn't give a fuck. But. So I was like, this is a good idea. I'll listen to this. However, it was a terrible idea. Why? Because David Spade and Dana Carvey don't know any of his stories. So I'm listening to all of the stories I've heard a million times already. The Will the, you know, original Will Smith story, the Florida State, you know, Van Wilder story, the everything. Rolling Stone did an article on me because the biggest best party animal in the United States. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, so he'll tell those to people who already know him. Though you act like that matters. Yeah, and then he told the uh, the story about when Ari roofied him. I mean, you know that story, don't you? Oh my God! Yeah, of yeah. course. Stop okay. talking about it. <laughs> so, but it it really I don't think it was his fault because David Spade kind of did the research beforehand, and this was again not Wait their fault Hold because on, this up. is this, this is their. Their crowd, their podcast listeners that people may not know much about Burt Kreischer. We have to back up. I'm listening. I retain information well. Okay. So you said David Spade didn't know any of these stories. He so, knew, he knew more than Dana Carvey did. Okay. But okay. he was doing he was doing quite a bit of research, like like at like he was the one that was trying to get the stories out of Burt. But then again, I it remember. Was, when he when he told first told the story about getting roofied on Rogan, yeah, he said that after he got roofied, he went to the comedy store and the first person he saw was David Spade. Yes, yeah, David Spade remembered. Did he that. talk about he, that again? He remembered okay, that, but okay, he didn't okay. know what was going on. Say like, does this dude fucking lie about everything? <laughs> like, fuck me. No, Spade knew about it, but Spade didn't know what was going on in the moment. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, dude, his specials, I mean, again, his stand-up, I don't mind. Like, I think he's, and you can tell that he's getting better. 
Like if you watch the special where called the machine, where he tells that story, like it's all based around that story. Yeah. Very good. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's fine, but it, you know, uh, but yeah, he just, it, dude, it just, but now, as you know, like I, I'm fascinated by the troll videos on the internet mm-hmm. and do they go hard on Brendan Schaub and Burke Kreischer, mainly those two. Yeah. And I watch all these videos that like try to call out Burke Kreischer for telling lies. You know, obviously, I mean, he has some stories. You're kind of like, all right, which part of that is true? Which part is made up? And I, I'll be honest with you. If he is lying about being the machine, I don't care. Yeah. Like, that's where it ends for me. Like, he told that story to get some laughs and go viral. Fine. Yeah. Now, it's lasted 10 fucking years or whatever. Yeah. Then there's now a movie, which, again, the movie doesn't look bad. The movie doesn't look bad. <laughs> it really doesn't. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. But it's just the attitude. Like, I'm sure you know about me by now that I don't really like talking about myself. Mm-hmm. Or I try not to anyway, because it just makes me feel gross. I'm the same way. Always. Ha- it always has, dude. Yeah. I don't take compliments. Well, like I can take them, but I don't just give me the compliment and we got to move on. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to address the fact that you gave me the compliment. Right. Hear me say thank you. And let's please move on. Yeah. Especially if there are other people around. By God, I don't want it to become... But he just indulges in that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> loves talking about himself, and and it's it's in a it's in a very odd sort of like, are you listening to me talk about myself type way, which I find not a good quality in anyone. I don't care if you're a stand up. I don't care if you're Michael Jordan. Like, what if Michael Jordan did that? He probably wouldn't have been as good if he if he had to know from other people that he was good. Or if he had to make other people listen to how he hit the weight room after the Pistons kicked the shit out of him in the playoffs to get bigger and not get pushed around. Like, do you think he ever told that to anyone? I think other people told that story about him. Yeah. But he probably never said anything to anybody. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't. I'm making a terrible comparison here. Like, No, really, I, 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 I get where you're coming from. <laughs> but, yeah, go see it. Razzle Dazzle. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm sure you'll like it. You, I mean, you, you know, you're you said, you said, said Brennan Schaub, and I know we, I don't think we've actually talked about the, the fights or anything, which we probably should or should have, but, um, did you want this weekend? No, the John Jones fight. We never even oh, talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, did you, did you see any of that fight companion that they did? Uh, oh, it, your, your boy Will was on it. Yeah. Will was on it. Rampage was on it. And then Jelly Roll was supposed to be on it. And I guess canceled last minute. That's a heck of a, uh, a round table. I saw, people right? make, I saw people hating on it. Oh, really? I haven't seen the actual video of the actual companion. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I watched, I watched little clips here and there of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just, I don't like the way that Brendan Schaub conducts himself. It, no, it's terrible. It all like it, it's, it's just arrogance and yeah. like I'm, I'm better than you're saying everyone that I'm in the room with. I, I know I'm just saying it's like, and I guess he's just embracing it or just doesn't care. I don't know, but it's, he doesn't know, dude, he lacks, he lacks <laughs> self-awareness more than I've seen out of anyone. Yeah, really? I mean, he really just has zero self-awareness and I like, that's a dangerous thing to have, but also he's super sensitive. Yeah. He knows he has all these online haters. Yes. And he chooses to let it bother him. 
you can't be a stand-up comedian if this shit bothers you, dude. Right. You have to have thick skin. But yeah, he uh well, that's funny. I saw a clip where they were talking about what's uh Will Compton is his last name, right? Yep. He was talking about they were talking about the NFL in the combine or something. And Brendan bragged about how he did he benched 250 45 times or something. No way. Which is preposterous. That's insane. That's an insane no, thing to say. Aaron Donald only did it like 36 times. Have yeah. you seen Aaron Donald? Right. Like there's no so like the, why would you and this is one of the hate videos that I saw they addressed that. Right? Like mm-hmm. another lie from Brendan, of course, but like not only is it a lie, but it's like, why would you brag about that? You're in the room with a guy who's played in the NFL. Right. Right? Yeah. Why would you say that to him? Like, it makes you look like a dick. Yeah. Because Will Compton's not saying how many reps he did at the combine. Right. Or how many reps he can do. So why would you do it? Right. Like, I get it. You had a cup of coffee with the Buffalo Bills. So what? <laughs> it's funny that you're surprised by this. I'm not. I'm just making a statement. It's just... I mean, yeah. I've been following that show long enough because I genuinely did, way back in the day, uh, like that show a little bit, especially yeah, when they here. would have guests on because it was it was a naive MMA fighter and a actor stand-up comic chatting it up with people who had something interesting to say, right? Right. But as he worked his way into stand-up comedy and garnered a little bit of success, it's like the whole, you just saw a shift in their relationship, you know, between Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub, and then just the way that they, the way that he conducted himself, the way that he talked to people, and that's like, ugh, what happened? A lot of people are calling him on it now. Did you see the episode they did with Howie Mandel, and then he went on Howie's podcast? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, dude, Holly Mandel roasted the fuck out of this guy. Really? But this is the thing. Brendan didn't get it. He didn't get it. Like, hold on. You have to see this now. Well, I mean, even, you know, even Rogan makes comments every once in a while about how Shab is so hated on the Internet. Remember that? I think oh, we yeah. might have, we might, think we might have showed it on or played it on here. That clip was like him and Whitney Cummings, and they were talking about the the oh yeah the most hated man on the internet, which we talked yeah. about, you know. And then uh, Joe Rogan made that that comment saying that Brendan Schaub just, you know, he, like he feels better now because he, he thought he was the most hated man on the internet. Yeah. Which you know, let's see here. So let me just say this. So this is Brendan on Howie Mandel's podcast. Now, I don't... Here, let me just share. <laughs> First off, I did not I know Howie Mandel had a podcast. It's actually not bad. I it's actually really good. I should have when he has a guest he did, worth but... listening to, it's really good. Okay. Okay. So I have this paused. How many people does Howie have working for him for a podcast? For a pot? What is happening? I don't know. This can't be just well, for the podcast. I think they podcast. also do impulsive in this room. Uh, okay. Logan Paul's podcast. Okay. But nonetheless, like, why are there so many people there? This would be awkward. Like, if you and I had a podcast in front of all these people, I would have to be lit. <laughs> I think for, like, for a podcast, you literally need like one, two at the most. Here's what I want to point out. Do you know about the fighter and the kids subreddit? I've heard about it. 
it's a large group of people that just hate on Brendan Schaub right. all day, all yep. night. Yeah. I'm so the way that this was set up, what we're about to see, I guarantee you about 90% of the people in this room here are a part of that subreddit. They sabotage <laughs> Brendan here. So watch this. At least acknowledge it. And this is exactly why Papa drinks when he wakes up. Brendan wouldn't have anxiety in any facet if he could just actually roll with the punches and the jokes. But clearly, as is very evident, he... Do you see what's going on here? Uh, I mean... So this clip was taken, this picture was taken from... You see it better? Can you see what's going on in this picture? I mean, is is that him on Howie's podcast? No, that's him on Impulsive with Logan Paul. Oh, okay. This went around on the internet. He, he has like a moose knuckle. He oh, has like I, a I see. I see, yeah, yeah. So they show him this on Howie's podcast. And Brendan, rather than going, oof, I have a pussy. <laughs> he, he, like... Let me just play it. Gets offended here, by it. Baba can't take jokes. No anxiety here, my mans. I don't pay attention to social media. I'm too busy working for 10 hours a week. No, those aren't big nuts. Give it up to Howie Mandel for shutting Baba down so masterfully. I believe this is Howie's way of getting back at the sink pisser. That's a denim vagina. You can tell Brendan is absolutely dying inside. I don't pay attention okay, to that right. It we was actually the, the last time Brendan was ads. here, but for uh, Logan's, great. he yeah. had a, a a fashion moment go viral. Oh, do you remember I, that? I did see that with who, Mike? No, when you were on Logan Paul's podcast, you had a camel. Oh toe. my goodness! You had a camel. Oh toe. wow! Do you remember that? No, I don't. That's it. You have a what do you call that? A moose? A moose, moose knuckle? knuckle? That's just my don't, knuckle. That's in this room. So here's the point where you go. All right, let me. Be self-deprecating. Let me join in on the joke uh -huh. and not get defensive, right? This is a you're gonna lose this battle. You're in a room full of people who couldn't wait to roast you yep. with this picture, right? Mm -hmm. So you gotta play into it, right? What does Brendan do? That's me nuts. That's me nuts. That's those, a vagina. Those jeans, those that's jeans a were... denim vagina. No, those are big nuts. <laughs> yeah. some no, big those nuts. aren't big nuts. That's a denim <laughs> vagina. No, that's my nut split like that. You know what the <laughs> no, problem? You know what the problem is? The jeans are too tight. No, that's, that's not the problem. problem. No, no I'm you're... really thinking about myself right now. I know oh where God. you're going with this, Howie. My nuts are too big. That's I, not I, where I, you're going. What is. size shoes do you wear? I have thirteen. Two. Well, you questions. know what that means? That means you have, you have a one. Why would you want to wear jeans that tight? No matter where you go. Yeah. Two, why is he Those wearing a Bass tight. Pro from, Shops from, hat? Okay. I can answer both questions. <laughs> from a guy who wears tight jeans, not jeans that tight. Yeah. Those are even too tight for me. Yeah. Like I, there's, I wouldn't leave the house in those. I would feel awkward. And no person uh, in their right mind is comfortable in that position that he was just sitting in with those jeans. No, no, no. But I, I wanna I wanna clue you in on something too. No, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. It would incriminate it would incriminate a lot of people. Never mind. The Bass Pro Shop hat is it was uh trending on TikTok. Oh, okay. But he's about a couple of months late. Okay. On the trend. So Do you know what I was trending for? Uh people on TikTok Zoomers on TikTok were wearing it. I just know it just became sort of a thing on TikTok. Okay. But yeah, he's super late to the party. Okay. So he asks him, what, what size shoe do you wear? He says, size 13. 
That's I, not I, where you're going. What is. size shoes do you wear? 13. Well, you know what that means. Giant that means you have, you have a giant vagina. <laughs> they always say your shoe Gaping. size is the size of your vagina. And that went viral. This is, this shows you how little I pay attention to. You didn't know that went viral? No, no clue. You can make a shirt out of that. I don't pay merch. attention to any of that. Granny. Can you? So this is the biggest thing. We can, we can edit there. This is the biggest thing. This is what all of his critics and all of his haters talk about. He always talks about how he doesn't look at social media. He doesn't read comments. He doesn't know anything that's going on about all of the hate. That's clearly a lie. Yeah. You know, the, and this is what all these videos are about. They catch him lying about that. Like, he does read the comments. Yeah. Poor guy. The dude just gets lit up online. And how he, I mean, that's not even the worst of it. But but even still, like, I can't even believe he went on Howie's podcast. Howie had him on there, obviously, to kind of poke fun at him. But when Howie Mandel went on their podcast, Brendan was a dick to him. He was like, they were talking about, like, football in L.A. and Brendan kind of, like, wouldn't even look at him. And he did this at him one time. Like, hey, we're talking about football. You don't know what you're talking about type thing. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm an adult. I hate when people do that to me. Yeah. Like, have you ever been in a conversation somebody does that to you? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, tell me to hold – at least use your words and tell me to hold on. Don't wave your hand at me. Right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, how do we? I don't even know how we got on the topic of Brendan Shaw. Oh yeah, Burke Kreischer and yeah, 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 peep up. Either way, did you watch Brendan Shaw's last special? No, I really didn't have a desire. Yeah. Did you? I watched about ten minutes of it because it it was hated on so much. So I was like, all right, I have to see. What all the fuss is about? Yeah, it's. it's uh, I'm not going to say it's worthy of the hate, but it's not good. But it's also not a special. It's a 25 minute YouTube video. Oh, it's only That's 25 minutes. It's not even an hour yeah. or anything, really. No, no, hmm. no. It's like 25 minutes. Well, let's look it up. It does have a lot of views because it's you know it was hated on so much that it did well on YouTube. But that's the other thing too. He did it, put it on YouTube. Like it's just a YouTube clip, like 1.8 million views. Not bad. A gringo poppy of the gringo poppy. But I also like how he's calling like his YouTube channel thick boy studios. And he calls it like the thick boy network. It's mm-hmm. like, no bro, it's a YouTube channel. That's, that's it. <laughs> There's no network. What are you talking about? All right. Let's move on to something music related before we get out of here. Yeah. What, you know, we've, we've lately have been talking about, uh, you know, rock and hip hop crossovers. What else do we talk about? We, what do we talk about? Rock and hip hop crossovers. What else? We did something recently too. We've oh done, yeah. Bands that turned 40. Yeah. We've done right? so much stuff like that. Loudwire has been putting out. We've used the Loudwire a bunch here lately. Yeah, I guess we should give them credit for yeah. giving us things to talk about. They do a good job of that. Yeah, they I'm do. I'm not going to lie. They do. I'll give them the credit. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your favorite cover song by a band? Favorite ever? Yeah. It can and, and it could be it could be any band. Um, I don't know. Let's pull up the list. Pull up their list. You don't know your yeah. favorite though? I don't so I, I told you before the show I've got a top three out of this list, but I don't know. Give me with them. Well, give me, before I got we it, go through the list. Give me let, a top no, three let, from let's this let's list. scroll through and I'll give you. 
you suck. <laughs> By the way, Fred Durst Fila bucket hat in this photo. I like it. Dope. He's I he's going it. floating. Yeah, I like it. So we have ACDC, Baby Please Don't Go, uh, originally done by Joe Williams' Washboard Blues Singers. I, I have to be completely honest here. I'm a music nerd. I'm not going to try and sound cool and act like I know what that song is. I, I've never heard that before. Yeah, I neither. Aerosmith, Come Together, originally done by the Beatles. I have not heard their version of that. I don't either. know that I want to. <laughs> I don't know Alter that Alter Bridge, Traveling Riverside Blues, originally by Robert Johnson. I have heard Robert Johnson's version of that song. I have not heard this song. Okay. Or this version. Why did you send me that St. Asonia song earlier, by the way? Is St. Asonia the dude from Three Days Grace? Yes. What's that guy's name? Adam Gontier. That's right. Why did you send me that? Is that a new song? Uh, Yeah, they just put out their The whole album just came out. I, To me, that song felt Three Days Grace, three days Grace-ish. Okay. So I thought you might like it. We'll look it up before we get out of here. Okay. Blackville Brides, Rebel Yell, Billy Idol. Uh, again, obviously, I've heard the original. I've never heard that same, version. Same. Blink-182, Boys Don't Cry by The Cure. Obviously, I've heard the original. Never heard that version. Yeah, where are they getting... So, like, is this something they played live once, or is it on that, a record? That's my thought. I don't... I'm not sure. I don't remember Blink that ever being just on like a record. Heaven in a Letter to Elise in addition to... Yeah, it sounds like these are just things they performed every once in a while. Uh, Buck Cherry, I love it by Icona Pop. <sighs> Haven't heard that version. Don't want to. Have I told you my Buck Cherry story? Uh, I I feel like you. Oh wait, have. I can't. I can't. I signed a. I signed an NDA. Never mind. I feel like you've told me the yeah, story. Yeah, I told you that I had. <laughs> yeah, Def Leppard, Rock On, originally by David Essex. I don't know. Don't know. Why? Okay, another thing. Why did you send me that article about the? Drummer of Def Leppard getting attacked. There wasn't much to that article besides he got attacked outside of a hotel. I thought it was funny that they called him a disabled senior citizen. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's that was pretty rude. rough, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fucking rude. <laughs> God, uh, David Essex, rock on. I want to know what this is. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, let's find out. Hey, you got a bunch of different uh, stuff going on in here. There you yeah, go. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Ooh. Oh man. Oh, I've heard this song. Okay. Oh, this song rules. I know the song, I just don't know their I don't think I've heard their version. Also, that music video, badass. If I make a music video again, I'm going to do it exactly like that was. Oh, okay. You didn't like that music video? I mean, it wasn't fantastic. Oh, dude, I thought it was awesome. What? This is the music video version? This is Def Leppard. Oh. Hey, 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 
sounds like Def Leppard. Absolutely. Okay, I've had enough. I like the original better. Does it, Sorry. Is Sorry, it, Def Leppard. Random question. Does it feel... Is it weird to make a music video for a cover song? No. It's not weird? Okay. Do you think Alien Ant Farm feels weird about getting... I guess not. But, okay, but it's different when you're like, well, never mind. I always say that and then you make fun of me because I'm wrong. Because other songs, other bigger songs came out before. Because I was going to say like a a big part of Alien Ant Farm's career came from that, doing that cover song. But like movies and those. duplicated this success. So yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. Movies came out as a single before that song and flopped. And then they yeah. released it after they got big because of that. So, yeah. And Movies is a great song. That record's great. Alien Ant Farm is a great fucking band. I love that album. Great fucking band. And, yeah. and live, one of the better live bands you're ever going to see. I would like so to good. see them live, yeah. So good. Um, Deftones to Heaven Hold by Depeche Mode. Love that song. Originally, love the cover that they did. Um, if you haven't, you're not a Deftones fan though, right? Kind of, sort of. Eh. You're hit or miss with them, right? Hit or miss, yeah. yep. Never mind, I'm not going to recommend the CD it's on then. It's a, it's a CD of B-sides and covers. Like they covered Simple Man by Leonard Skinner and uh, The Cure. and It's good. I like it. But I'm all, you know, Deftones is one of my favorite bands. So, yeah. Uh, I Let me just say this. Disturbed, Sound of Silence. I don't want to be a hater right now. I know this song blew up for them, this cover. Yeah. Like it kind of like revitalized their career in a way. I hate the original and I hate that cover. I don't, I'm not, I cannot stand that song. I don't like it. Uh, Land of Confusion was okay. That was good. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I hate that song. I feel like it should be played at funerals. Like it just stinks. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch, Bad Company. Uh, you know what? It's not a bad cover. It I wasn't like bad. It. it wasn't bad. It's not, no. It was kind of like grittier with them. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I also don't mind that van. I know we made fun of them when Al was on the show. Yeah. I don't mind them. Like, I've seen them live a couple of times, and it's fun. You know, I don't own anything by them. I've never, you know, but it's okay. I mean, they, uh, I, Fighters, I, I mean, I think we talked, we might have talked about it before too, but you've, have you heard their version of uh, Mama Said Knock You Out? It says it's in here. Uh, no, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> you probably don't. Got to be honest with you. I feel like you would think that they are dissing uh, LL Cool J. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do this to me. Uh, Foo Fighters, Darling Nikki, originally by Prince. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not a huge. I'm not crazy about it. It's okay. Which is, you know, you don't often hear me say that about Foo Fighters. Usually, whatever they do. I go, yeah, it's great. Right. But that song's okay. Right. Oh God, Godsmack. Good times, bad times. Um It's I I, I yeah, do like I that song. I don't like it. You don't? I like the original. I don't like their version, no. I also like their version of uh Rocky Mountain Way. Never heard it. Haven't. You sold me. What is Rocky Mountain Way? Who's that by? I don't remember. God damn you. Sorry, dude. You'll know the song. You have to. Yeah.
not getting much higher. No, no, no <laughs> cold. Jesus Christ. Uh, Who was that originally? Is it John playing? Denver? Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Okay. It said John Denver Very in that good. thing. Uh, yeah, that wasn't bad until he started saying, I'm out <laughs> after that. Um, so Green Day, I didn't even know this This is a thing. They covered knowledge by Operation Ivy. I, I uh, one uh, knowledge is their most performed cover song. So it's on a vinyl compilation. Okay. Guns N' Roses, Live and Let Die. Uh, it's a classic one. It's okay. Whatever. It's a good song. Yeah. By uh, Hillstorm, Still of the Night by White Snake. I don't know if what? I know. I don't know if I know that song. I just find it interesting that they covered White Snake. In the still of the night, I hear the wolf out honey. Oh yeah, yeah. Duh. In the still of the night, I hear my heart beat. I hate everything that was going on there. So I'm gonna. I know you do, but I don't respect like that. I think that was. Her, you think her, that was awesome, huh? I didn't say you awesome. Shaking my body, started aching, and I just can't take no more. Okay, that got that different. <laughs> I didn't like it there. <laughs> I just can't, dude. Uh, hell yeah, I don't care anymore by Phil Collins. I know that song. I'm not sure. I know, I know this song. I don't you care anymore. Duh. Yeah. Phil Collins. How do we not know that? Uh, dude, he's got so many hits. That's true. No, I'm going to hear Chad Gray sing this. Okay, All right. Different direction, I see. You can tell everybody about the state I'm in. You won't catch me crying because I just can't win. I don't care anymore. I'm a, I don't mind it. So I'm gonna Not say I don't really it. like it that much, and the reason why is because they made it a hell yeah song. They, of course, yeah, that was completely a hell yeah. Song. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing Phil Collins about that. Yeah. Uh, in this moment, "Into Dust" by Do you know who Maisie Star is? No. You know the song "Fade Into You." Maybe. You ever seen the movie Angus? Nope. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So they didn't make it in this moment song. Most of Maisie Star's stuff sounds like that. Very melancholy, very... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so they didn't make it their own. Whatever. Kiss, New York Groove, original artist, Hello. I don't know about that. I don't like Kiss, so I'm not even going to give that a time of day. Corn, uh, another brick in the wall. Uh, I feel Haven't a lot of bands done covered that? I want to say yes. We know a guy that was in that music video. We do. I was in a band with him. That's all I'm going to say. Limp Biscuit, Faith. So I think that Faith. that's one of my top three. Faith. Yep. How did I know you were going to say that? 
Uh, I didn't know that Linkin Park covered this song. I didn't either. I don't know that I want to listen to it. Do you? No. No. Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. A great cover. The, I, yeah, I was going to say that's a top, that, that. I think that's my other top or another one of my top Should three. Be probably in everyone's top three. Smoking in the Boys Room, Molly Crew. Fine. Uh, this is a weird one. Desolation Row covered my chemical my chemical romance covered Desolation Row by Bob Dylan. I don't uh, want to listen to that. I feel I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I can't I don't like Bob Dylan. I don't really like my chem either. Uh so that's something I'm just going to bypass. Okay. Nickelback covered Sabbath True by Metallica. No offense Nickelback, I don't care. Nirvana the Man Who Sold the World, it's a great one. Um if I had to pick a top three, that one might be in it. Really? So I, I seen this one. I don't know this one either. I did not know that Papa Roach did this. Let's check it out. They covered Firestarter by Prodigy. Did not know that this happened. Okay, it's so far. Let's turn up for that man! So that sounds like it could be a Papa Roach song. So far, yeah. If you... Okay, so if I, like if, I, if I would, yeah, if I would have heard that and not known that was a cover, I would have said, yeah, that's a Papa Roach song. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's, but I don't know how much different you could make that song. True, yeah. Pearl Jam, Rockin' in the Free World, Neil Young, uh, fine. Yeah. I, I love Pearl Jam. I don't like that song. I'm yeah. not a Neil Young fan. Right. This is definitely in my top three. It goes to Tom Joad, Rage Against the Machine, originally done by Bruce Springsteen, believe it or not. Uh, that's one of my favorite Rage songs. That's probably the top three Rage songs for me. Okay. So, do you know that song? I don't know. Great, great classic guitar riff. Classic Tom Morello here. I've always had so much respect for anybody who can do that dual... Guitar. See, like cheap trick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite. Yeah, yeah. That riff is so good. And then he duplicated it on every Audio Slave song. Ah, good point. That's <laughs> a good point. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Higher Ground, Stevie Wonder. It's a good cover. And that is from a... What record was that on? I think it was on Uplift MoFo Party Plan, if I'm not mistaken, which is a great record by them that not a lot of people know about. Seether Heart-Shaped Box. Fine. I can already imagine what that sounds like. I can hear it. (laughs) They did a cover. So do you know the song uh, Black Honey by Thrice? No. No? No. 
This is a really great song from a really great band. When this first came out, uh, rock radio was playing it pretty heavy. And I did not, I, I came in like 15, 20 seconds in. So I didn't hear him say it was thrice. I thought, I was like, wow, if this is a new Seether song, this rules. Tell me his voice doesn't sound like the dude from Seether. And I, like, I have people who are. Oh, yeah, I know the song. Die already. Hard Thrice fans. Yeah, this song's great. Who really get mad at me for saying that, but. That sounds like the dude from Seether to me. Are you sure? I, I don't. Justin from Thrice. I don't hear it. Hold on. When, it, when he gets into it. Okay. Such a great fucking song, dude. So on this part coming up. That sounds like the dude from Seether. In my opinion. I, I hear it. I hear it in that. Yeah. So I, I mentioned this because Seether, this came up in my YouTube feed. They did a cover of it. And I was like, come on, guys. You're on the song. You're not much of a Someone Seether fan, them, are you? I like. I don't mind Seether. Okay. I really don't. I really don't. They have some good songs. I, I Again, I'm not like a huge fan. I don't know their entire catalog, but no. They, they have, do, some, they dude, have some really good at what they do, man. They have they some tons really, of hits. really good records. Oh, dude, I played with them. And I remember we, we I remember going out into the crowd uh, with my wife and a couple other people and watching them and just being like, oh, yeah, this song. Oh, yeah, that song. Like, dude, so many fucking oh, yeah. radio hits. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about and it. And it's, it's like every they're kind of like a Papa Roach. Like every record has at least a few mm -hmm. singles that are, that are big. And, and it goes all the way back to like disclaimer and stuff like the, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, they, they have a lot of good songs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, and a three piece too, which is crazy. I think they have a four, uh, second guitar player on stage with them now from that, from remembering oh, really? correctly, but shine down simple man. I don't care about the original. I definitely don't care about their cover. Uh, Pumpkins, Landslide, Fleetwood Mac. Um, I haven't heard it, I've heard but that. I know the song. It's a great song. Uh, I've heard it. I, I want to say that I've heard it. Okay. I don't like that song enough to want to listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want to hear Stain do Sober by Tool. Definitely not. Stone Sour to Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Um, yeah, I don't want to hear that. Stone Temple Pilots, Dancing Days by Led Zeppelin. That's a great song. Great cover. Great cover. But I also am a Stone Temple Pilots fan, so. You know that song, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. This Three one I did Grace. I didn't understand this. I yeah, I don't understand at all. Why would you cover Apocalyptica? Apocalyptica doesn't have vocals, right? Right. So it, What's the song called? <laughs> did, he, did he make up his own vocals? Three Days Grace, I don't care. No, that, that I mean I they did a song with Apop Apocalyptica. You know the song. It's that uh if you were dead or still alive, I don't care. Um, no, I don't know what oh, you're talking I, about. I bet you. And, and, and they use the picture with the new guy, not even Adam Gontier. So this too. isn't a cover. It's not. That's what I don't understand. I remember the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. 
It's a good song. It was a good record. It was a good record. They also had a song with. But what is this a cover of? I don't. I don't think it's a cover. It has to be. It's on a covers list. What? 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 Okay, hold on. Hold on a minute here. Shit. 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 Okay, wait. Hold on. Is I Don't Care by Apocalyptica a cover? It's an original song. That's what I'm saying. Loudwire, what the hell are you doing? Interesting. Well, nonetheless, that's a good song. Dude, that dude's voice is fine. I, I can't get over... The tone is I could never sound like that. Dude, his, his like voice is so like, good. Here's a million dollars laid out in cash in front of me. And that's that's the only sing? reason I sent you that song earlier today is because it sounded, you know, more like older, like that version of. Yeah. Adam Gante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew. I I'll don't. I don't out. know that you'll like the rest of the album, but I think you'll like that song. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big Volbeat fan. I don't know. I love Volbeat, dude. This cover. One of my favorite live bands. They're so much fun. I've seen them once. So far, I have no fucking clue. Nope. What the song not is. a clue. I don't know what it is that makes you oh, I know. Okay. I now I know. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, that's talk, a perfect cover for them. Dude, talk about the a unique voice. There's nobody oh, that sure. can can do his voice. What's well, it, what's I'll, his I'll name? I'll say this. He sounds. Uh, I don't know. Oh. He sounds like Peter Steele from Typo Negative. Okay. They, they, to me, they're the same type of singer. But yeah, no, that's very unique. That's a perfect cover for them. And it's, you could have put it's, a gun to my it's, you could have put a gun in my head and say I'm going to murder you and your family unless you can tell me who the original artist of I Only Want to Be with You is, and you could have given me a million guesses. I never would have said Dusty Springfield. <laughs> no idea. What were you going to say? Sorry. I would say it was just different enough to where I wouldn't think that would be a Volbeat song, but it had yeah. an entire Volbeat feel to it. It had yeah, totally. Rob Zombie, we're an American band, Grand yeah. Funk Railroad. Cool song. That's a cool cover. I, I haven't even heard it, but I'm sure it sounds cool. Yeah. That's the list. So what is your That's top it. three? You said Faith. Yep. What else? Um, where'd they go? Where'd you go? So my my number one is one that you ha- you don't care about at all. But it's uh, Shine Down. It's Shine Down's oh Simple Man. How did I know you were going to say that? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't care. I know you don't. The over singing. Just uh, 
Gets no, three. what was All the right, other? That's your number one. That's fine. What was the other one? The there was one. I that don't you, know, man. I don't have no, your brain. The, oh, it Marilyn was. It was that, yeah, that was that was it. Sweet dreams. So my top three from this list would be Ghost of Tom Joad. I'm gonna have to say the Marilyn Manson song, and then I'm probably gonna go. I'm gonna go. Nirvana, man, who sold the world. I love that song. I love okay. that cover. Uh, it's just, you know, from the Unplugged set, you know, that Unplugged set just is so, just resonates in my brain and my heart, my soul. Because, you know, he died shortly after. And I just remember it was like an event. Like, getting to watch that live on MTV when it happened. Yeah. So I'm going to go that. Yeah. That's a good list of covers. I I, I would have gone a different route, I think. But speaking of covers, Cavo just covered a song. Oh really? Did you listen to it? Uh-uh. I seen that they put something out, but I didn't see what it was. Here's the thing. I don't want to sound Oh, by Drive by the Cars? I don't know that song. I bet you do. And then when I listen to their version, I go Oh. I still don't know the song. Really? Now obviously I'm not a cars connoisseur, but So great. Who's gonna pick you up? Yeah, I definitely know the Maybe song. I, do know it now. I definitely know the song, I but I, I and I I love Cavo, but I. I don't. That would that, that would not have been the song that I would have picked to cover if I was uh, there. No, probably not. Uh, I think I do know the song now, though. Yeah, I don't like that song. <laughs> not a good choice. I don't like that song. That's like I just that song is not for me. Yeah. I love Cavo though. Yeah, I really do. Did you go to the story show? No. Okay. I saw some videos people posted of it. Uh, which, by the way, just what a fucking great! I was, there. I was gonna, yeah. I don't I want, we talk. We, I wanted, I wanted to switch to that before we got out of here. Um, but go, go, tell d- me what you feel, dude. The record from front to back is so good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's. Uh, I listened to the whole thing. Um, what was I doing? Where I, I can't remember what I was doing that I listened to it front to back. Like I had the time. Uh, doesn't matter. But yeah, it's it's really good, man. Yeah. And the and the song that you posted the other day. That's my favorite. That song really that, does. That's my favorite on the yeah, record. That's probably my favorite too. Yeah, and and it's I mean Afterglow, right? Yeah, Afterglow. Yeah, yeah. The and the it might sound corny, but it's the for the same reasons that he wrote the song. Like it's to his wife and his kids. Like it's yeah. the same. It's and the I sa- can, obviously I can appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, it's this. You know, it's the same thing. It's uh, yeah, that's my favorite song on the record. But dude, everything, all the songs are good. Yeah, that's. Like I said, man, newfound energy just sort of, it just feels like something new is happening. I don't know. It's hard to explain other than like, maybe it's like a revival. Well, I actually, we just, so like when I logged into my YouTube on my TV, I guess they did like an after party or after show, like acoustic thing that you could get if you're a YouTube premium member. Uh huh. And we watched it. It was only like 10 minutes long. Uh, 
And I said to my wife, I just said, I go, they're revitalized. It's just like a new energy that yeah. just feels good. Even if you're not like a giant fan of them, like you can tell that they just fucking dig what they do. Yeah. You know? And I, I, that sounds corny when I say that, or it sounds sort of like, well, of course they do. Why would they do it if they didn't? I know plenty of bands that fucking still are bands that they don't dig what they do, dude. They yeah. do it because they do it. Yeah. And I've played with plenty of, with plenty of bands that did it for d- different reasons other than just like, I fucking love doing this. I love being on stage. I love playing guitar. I love singing. I love jamming with these guys. I love performing. Like, believe me. But that, you know, they're, they're also guys who have been around long enough that, they can do things exactly the way they want to do them now. And they've, they've, they've been through the ringer and they've learned from, you know, probably a lot of mistakes from the past. And they are like, listen, this is what it, it it takes to be a band today. And for us to be happy doing what we're doing. Sure. We all want to play. We all want to tour. We all want to do this that and the other, but this is the way to actually do it. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I said this when, so, like, somebody commented to me about, uh, you know, that's weird. That didn't get saved in my history. Oh no, there it is. Story of the year YouTube premium after party. Yeah, I wasn't lying. Huh. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool that this happened. What was this after after, after their show? Yeah. Huh. So like, I guess it was for people like, oh, if you missed the show, but you have YouTube premium, check this out. Well, that's cool. Type thing. I, it was the first thing that came up. Like I didn't search for it; it just appeared on my home screen. The other, the other cool thing they did too. Did you see what they did? Uh, was it the day of the show that they? Where were they at? It was like music record shop or something where they actually were signing records and stuff. At Vintage Vinyl. Vintage Vinyl. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a staple. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Hi, we're Story of the Year. Here we are, the music department for Story of the Year Inc. Hello. Um, Hello. Welcome to our uh, after party here on YouTube or wherever you're seeing this. It's a rager. It's a total party. We're going to play some songs. This one's a new one called 2005. It goes like this. Do you start it still? <laughs> one, two, three. Okay, so this is an acoustic version. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being a hater right now. I like this song. But doesn't it sound like that Blink One Eighty Two song? Yes. Hello there, yeah. the angel from my nightmare. I so. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Well, by the way, it's March what? Madness. And oh yeah, yeah. We're not going to be able to podcast for a while because I have a baby coming any minute yeah. now. It don't fucking matter. My bracket is total, like royally screwed. Anyways. Uh, well, I definitely didn't have Princeton. Well, I don't, yeah, I mean. And I didn't have. Well, Let me just. We'll we'll get we'll get into that. No, I I did not either. And I didn't. Ha- I didn't. I didn't have Furman. I did. You did. I did. Yeah. I I think. Uh, I Furman beating Virginia. I seen earlier that there's only two point eight percent of brackets that had both Princeton and Furman winning. That's not surprising. That's insane. I, I yeah. I mean, Princeton was one that no expert picked that. That was that was not on anybody's radar to be an upset. Yeah. Let me just say this. I love it because now Mizzou has the fucking red carpet rolled out yeah. to the fucking Sweet 16. Yeah. If they don't beat Princeton, I will fucking bash my head into a wall. 
because I saw when they when they got as soon as they got the seventh seed, I was like, "Fuck me, they're gonna play." And I didn't know it was Arizona yet, but I was just like, "Fuck me, they got to play the fucking two seed in the second round." And I was waiting to see who it would be, and I'm like, "Oh wait, they're in the West. It's gonna be fucking Arizona because they already announced Alabama." I was just like, "God damn it!" And uh, yeah, dude, like, here's your path. So, and obviously, I didn't have them beating Arizona. So, who who do you have winning it? Gonzaga. Me too. Okay, so yeah, see what see what happens. It's a long road to get there, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, today I had I had Charleston beating San Diego State, which they didn't. I I say I had I I should have I had San Diego State going maybe one more round. I think. Yeah, they're gonna lose the next round. But anyway, we'll see. All right, so you have Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I like I told you, I picked them last year as well. And to be honest with you, I might have picked them the year before that too, man. Uh, I think I just want to see them win. Yeah, I think at this point, it's been so long since they broke onto the college, uh, the March Madness map. They're no longer the underdog. They're no longer the sort of like surprise team. They're expected to win, and I'm, I just want to see them win. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. Okay. All right.